Hi friends, welcome to a Life with Love podcast. We all have a story to tell. Here's ours. Welcome to the 11th episode of season 1. Stay tuned to hear all about our mindful journey in Lourdes, France. But before anything, today's episode is brought to you by Life Coaching with Elodie. Imagine what it would feel like living the life you've always wanted for yourself, reaching for your goals, having better habits, overcoming a challenge, raising your self-esteem or improving your mindset. It's time you start thinking about yourself. Everyone needs a coach, so why not you? Since today's episode talks about religion, here's a disclaimer. Any views or opinions presented in this podcast episode are personal and belong solely to me and do not represent of those people, institutions, or organizations that I may or may not be associated with in professional or personal capacity. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. Lord France, A Mindful Journey, Season 1, Episode 11. There's something quite magical that happens whenever I enter the sanctuary of Our Lady of Lourdes. I feel this powerful, warm sensation deep within me, which gives me goosebumps from head to toe and brings tears to my eyes. It's simply incredible. Being raised a Catholic, the sanctuary of Our Lady of Lourdes was a recurring family trip. My mom would always insist on going there every time we could, even way before she was sick. We would always bring home with us bottles of holy water and distribute them to friends and family members. Growing up, there was always a bowl of holy water in our home entryway for us to use to make the sign of the Holy Cross with before leaving home. My mom insisted on that. A low bottle was also always by my childhood bedside table, which is in fact on my adult bedside table now, as well as my daughter's. The sanctuary is one of the most known and visited sites for Christians in the world. According to the Catholic Church, the Virgin Mary appeared there several times in 1858. She appeared to Bernadette Soubirou, a young peasant local girl whom adults did not believe at first. The sanctuary of Our Lady of Lourdes, also known as the Grotto, is the site at which the young Bernadette experienced the first of her 18 visions of the Virgin Mary. It took several years for the church to change their mind and make Bernadette a saint. Since then, millions of pilgrims come to the foot of the Pyrenees Mountains every year. There are lots of miracles associated with Lourdes and the water that flows from the spring where Mama Mary appeared. The Sanctuary of Our Lady of Lourdes features the Basilica of Immaculate Conception, which consists of an upper and lower basilica, the Basilica of Our Lady of the Rosary, so a basilica covered in Venetian mosaics, the Basilica of St. Pius X, this is where the International Mass is held, the Crypt, which only seats 120 people, the Grotto, this is where Mary first appeared to Bernadette in 1858 when she was 14 years old. There is a spring in the rocks where the water then leads to the holy water taps for public use. The pools, during her ninth encounter with the holy apparition, Bernadette Subiru was supposedly instructed to wash in the Grotto, and today visitors wait in line for the opportunity to take a dip in, the, in its freezing waters. In our case, post-COVID, we could not dip our feet in water. Instead, we were given water to wipe on ourselves. The Stations of the Cross, so there are 15 stations that are located on the grounds, and the processions, so public candlelit processions at 9 p.m. every evening and Blessed Sacrament procession every evening at 5 p.m. 
The first thing you will see from the main gate is a wide esplanade where the statue of the Crown Virgin Mary stands surrounded by hundreds of flower bouquets brought by visitors. This is the area where people congregate and special masses are held. This is also where people get together for the night procession. The first celebration we participated in was the Rosary Prayer. This was held in several languages. It was truly an honor to participate and pray collectively with people from all walks of life. Later that day, we joined the night procession. This was, to me, a life-changing experience. It was raining when we did it, but nothing could stop us from joining and celebrating life. When I watch pilgrims in Lourdes, especially the sick and children, tears always roll down my eyes. We're all there asking for a miracle, whether for us or for our family, and there's no denying that I feel an immense connection to the place. There is something that I did for the first time in a long time during this trip. I went to confession, and I was lucky to have an American priest. I've done confession in French a couple of times, but it's just not the same. From the moment I sat down, waiting for my turn, I understood that something was going to change in me. The experience is too personal for me to get into details here, but I was left emotionally drained. I was brought down to tears, I could not control myself, and eventually emotion took over. The priest knew exactly what to say to me and what I needed to hear. To some, confession is the act of telling a priest the things they have done in order to be forgiven. To me, it is the opportunity to let go of heavy things weighing on my heart and leading me to do things I'm not proud of. This experience truly humbled me and I will never forget it. It can be said of Lord that there is a before and after aspect. In my own experience, it's true. Finding oneself and finding inner peace at such a sacred place is unconditionally fulfilling. I know that I was whining about the train ride misadventure we had in the last episode and blog post, but the truth is, even if I had to stand or sit on the floor the whole night to go to Lourdes, I would still do it. In my book, it's all worth it. During our trip, I had a very special thought for my great aunt who was sadly dying at the time. When we got home, I gave her a bottle with holy water and she was so happy. The next time I saw her was at the morgue a month later. I looked at her resting body, looked at her arms cross across her chest, and when I looked closer at her hands, there was the bottle I had given her. According to my great uncle, she tried drinking a few drops towards the end, held onto it tightly, and then requested to be buried with it. Such is the story of life, and this episode is dedicated to her. So that's the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening. We have a Patreon account if you want to support our podcast or any of our other content creation. Head over to patreon.com slash alifewithlove. For as low as one euro per month, you can enjoy exclusive benefits. You can also check out our blog, alifewithlove.com. I post pictures and videos there and our Facebook and Instagram accounts. Thank you very much, my dear listeners. Take care and always remember, la vie est belle.